We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 2nd, 2018. And now we're going to actually get into the main part of the study. Uh, New Mexico judge dismisses all charges against the three Muslim uh, terrorists. And, um, I mean, this is just unbelievable. But we're going to get into something next, which hopefully may counter this. Uh, just the fact that they're doing this, it shows you the, the verses that I just read about how judgment is departed and, you know, truth standing of the far off and all of these things, equity cannot enter. This is just further evidence of that. Okay. A New Mexico judge dismissed all charges against the three suspects tied to a compound where the Muslim terrorists reportedly train children to be school shooters. Can you imagine if this was a like a Christian compound where they were doing this? This would never ever leave the news cycle ever. But because they're Muslims and because they're on Satan's team and because they're doing his bidding, they get a free pass. They literally get the charges dismissed. I mean, this is so unbelievably incomprehensible i i got it i got into this i don't know if it was last week or the week before where we got into this and all of the terrorist ties and how they're you know all the stuff and how they're training to just commit mass genocide on the american population that's fine they, they you know we're going to dismiss all the charges against them these muslim terrorists district judge emilio chavez on wednesday dismissed charges against three of the five defendants ruling that authorities violated the state's quote 10-day rule child abuse charges against the three muslim terrorists were also dropped because prosecutors miss the 10-day limit for an evidentiary hearing to establish probable cause oh so it's some nice little technicality where literally you're letting pedophilic Muslim terrorists who are training children to commit mass school shootings, you let them go. You dismiss the charges. This is how wicked and evil, and this is why I'm saying to pray and fast against this type and all of these other weapons of warfare I'm trying to bring into our thinking process increasingly with this ministry on a week-to-week -week basis as I'm doing these studies. It's not every week, but lately it has been every week because of the news cycle and the amount of news that's been breaking. The suspects are accused of holding nearly a dozen children at the compound. The remains of the 12th child were found on the compound. So they killed one of their children. I think it was his own son. His remains were there. His remains were there. The suspects were arrested by the authorities after an early August raid following a months-long search investigating the disappearance of the three-year-old boy, his son, uh, one of the Muslim terrorist son with severe medical issues who went missing from Georgia in December. Days later, the child's remains were found on the property. So it's not like that's not a smoking gun. I mean, they literally, I mean, I don't know if they murdered him or what, but, you know, no problem with that either, I guess. That's that's all fine in dandy cotton candy. Uh, Siraj Wahaj was training the children, and I believe that was his son that was, his remains were found there, was training children to commit school shootings, according to the prosecutors, and that the juveniles were taught how to use firearms as well as other tactical techniques in order to kill teachers, law enforcement, and other institutions they found corrupt. Oh, they, I love it when Islam finds the infidels corrupt. Now, I'm not saying this country's not wicked, I'm not, but it's just so ironic to me, Islam being this gigantic pedophilic you know wicked black devil death cult of all religions on the planet they have no right to judge anybody and yet they're they're the biggest hypocrites on the planet in the way they operate and carry themselves in their wonderful religion of peace serving the the fallen angel moon god allah ah uh, oh uh, the irony the remains located at the extremist Muslim compound positively identified as the missing three-year-old son of one of the suspects. Now, this just broke today from Dave Hodges. I hope this gains traction and I bring this to your attention so that you can pray about this. 
that this will this this will happen. Um, FBI source Trump covertly orders reopening investigation of the New Mexico terrorist training camp. Now this covers the reason I'm going to read this is that this covers and rehashes and reiterates a lot of other points that I've covered in recent teachings and ties into that and would also be kind of a key prayer point regarding this whole thing. Okay, I'm sorry, I had to pause it there for a sec. Um, So this next part is FBI source Trump covertly orders reopening investigation of New Mexico terrorist training camp. Now, again, this remains to be seen, but... um, this could very much work in Trump's favor if he does this regarding having information against his enemies. And um, we'll kind of be looking at that as, as we explore this. It's no secret to readers that have followed my work, this is Dave Hodges, that I have a couple of sources inside the FBI, one in particular for eight years. I battled the nefarious forces of John McCain who decided it was a good idea to build an international highway through my rural community and displace 300 families without compensation because he was such a good, good man. I waged the battle with the help of an FBI agent, among others. When government commits a crime like what nearly happened to us, of course, they never tell you the real reason. We were told that we were too close to an Air Force base that was 30 miles away and there was 200,000 people in between us. So in other words, it was a total lie, the excuse they were given in order to steal their land and give them no compensation. I learned what we were what we were going to have to move. I learned that we were going to have to move because of the Canamex International Corridor, which was a trade corridor, highway, Superhighway as part of a Central American Free Trade Agreement sponsored by John McCain and Ted Kennedy. That we, I'm sorry, he doesn't go and he doesn't police his um, articles very well as far as grammar so much of the time. Um, That was being built between Mexico City and Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I engaged a longtime FBI acquaintance to assist me in my fight in which I had became the leader and spokesperson for this informant became an informant on many issues, one involving abject terrorist activities on our soil that I'm going to share with you in, later in this article. Now, this is all going to tie back to this New Mexico compound and a lot of other things that we've talked about in recent studies. That's why I, I decided to go ahead and read this. The following communication is a first-time release with permission of a first-time communication about the attempted theft of my land by the John McCain-led forces. They were offering no compensation and, of course, In the course of my resistance, I was shot at while I was interviewing the late Jim Mars in the final minute of my radio show. Two men attempted also to run me off the road late one night, and I escaped by getting to a fire station where I had friends. I I love how he never gives any credit to God. I just, so neat. I just think that's just awesome. Um, The following was an FBI agent whom I had known for years. This was their response to my description. And this was from October 15, 2004. So it's going back quite a bit. This is from his FBI deep cover source. Dave, he says, I'm sorry you're going, to have, you're going through this. I guess this was probably after he was, you know, getting run off the road and he was getting shot at. He says, when I went to work at the Bureau, meaning the FBI, most of the agents would have quit before they would break the law. Today, the Bureau has been compromised from a high level. We are the lapdogs and we carry out the BS orders that our corrupt commander-in-chief, I'm assuming that was Bush, uh, won't get his already, so his, so he won't get his already filthy hands dirty, or even dirtier. What is happening to your community is typical of what is happening inside our entire governmental organizations where I work at, meaning just they come in, they steal your land, they don't give you any compensation, they just, you know, do whatever they want to do. The whole executive branch is out of control. But what is happening with the attempted confiscation of your community's land is typical in the new asset forfeiture laws where we think the public has no rights. This BS happened in the Trans-Texas Corridor I-35 and is now happening in, in Arizona. I will do what I can to provide you with info as you wage your fight. Be prepared for a long fight. Our people will investigate your taxes and look for any violation of law if you stand up to McCain or Ted Kennedy. Um, this is this is a career-defining project for them. In many FBI circles, we are the muscle for illegal acts of government. Exactly. 
you know, it, if it comes to be that you are questioned by us, refuse to answer questions until you have an attorney. I would always advise that as well. They will harass you, berate you, threaten you, but stick to your guns. No interviews with any federal authority without your attorney. They will try to entrap you into, into threats or catch you in a lie. And again, I would say to any of my listeners, this would apply to you this day when dealing with any kind of government type of stuff. Because they'll use every dirty trick in the book to bring you down if, if they're in your sights. If you're in their sights, I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, they will try to trap you into threats or catch you in any lie. You may not say any any of the sort, but if we say you did, you did. And you are going to prison. This is a guy from the FBI telling him this. Okay, So this is why it's so important to have an attorney present. Um, the Bureau is not totally compromised, but our leadership scares the HELL out of a lot of people. We do not promote any, we do not promote from within anymore. We hire presidential hitmen to provide cover for illegal actions. The lapdog media lets our reader, leaders get away with it and doesn't even challenge based on the public's right to know. If our supervisors will lie to the public when 3,000 Americans are murdered via 9-11, what do you think they will do to you and your neighbors for standing up to McCain and ultimately Bush and his banker benefactors. Be careful. Going further, for those who followed my work, okay, so that was the end of that. For those who followed my work in the early days, this will connect a lot of dots. I present, I guess this is the first time he's ever released this letter. I present this information to establish the longtime legitimacy of the source as they discovered I was a reliable source from which to distribute sensitive information without betrayal. Our communication paths are complicated and varied. I know from reading some of my colleagues' work in the independent media, they have similar sources, as I can tell, because of the dissemination of information follows the same path. There are indeed camps which are not just sex camps. Okay, now when now we're going back to the New Mexico compound where they were when this first when this first story first broke what i saw was that it was not only a school shooting a camp teaching 12 little kids how to commit school shootings but it was also a pedophilic sex camp now that see, that that seemed to get swept under the rug very quickly and then it was just well they're they're teaching them to do school shootings and then it was just swept under the rug totally and then now they're releasing them and they bulldoze the camp so they could destroy all the evidence. It's exactly the same thing they did in Tucson, Arizona with veterans on patrol who are still there out in the field shutting down corridors. I just checked their their uh, Facebook page today and they're, they're, still, they're still doing it, praise God. And he's given God the total credit. Now, I know Lewis Arthur is a rough character. He's rough, okay? <laughs> um, but... I'm telling you, as far as I can see, he's doing God's work. I mean, he's doing this for the children. He's doing this for God. And I, he's not, he's a rough character. I get it. I understand. But, you know, if you saw his background too, the, you know, the way that, that, you know, his horrible childhood and his, he was in prison. And I mean, the guy, <laughs> listen, I haven't walked in his shoes. I'm not going to sit here in judgment of him with my arms crossed saying, well, he's not acting like a Christian. You know, and a lot of ways he's acting like way more of a Christian than hardly any Christians I've, you know, seen in today's day and age, you know, including he's doing stuff I never did. You know, I mean, I'm not out there in in the desert for 12 hours, uh, you know, or going all the time living out in the desert in, in, you know, 115 degree heat in the middle of the day going out trying to track down these child sex traffickers. You know, putting all of these people together, not if we're refusing to take one dime of money, the only thing that you can send them are gift cards and stuff like that and gas cards so that you can keep them in the game and keep them going. I mean, man, I mean, that's that's amazing. So there's major things I really believe being exposed at our near our borders. Okay, this is just one of the things that I, I believe God is letting come out. And again, this things like this, I would attribute to the direct answer to prayer and fasting and things of this nature and being proactive you know and and exercising our weapons of warfare which are you know are mighty through the pulling down of satanic strongholds okay 
this this pedophilic network being exposed is the biz, bi, biggest satanic stronghold that I can see going. And it's worldwide. It is interconnected. You can go all the way from the Catholic Church all the way to this New, New Mexico compound. I mean, all of it is interconnected in some way, shape, or form. And it's typically also connected with drugs and um, organ um, organ harvesting. Because when these little children are used up in the uh, when they're sacrificed in these child sexual rituals, their organs are sold for these unbelievably huge prices. I mean, it, this is... This is money on a scale that we can't even comprehend. And it's so, you talk about blood money. You can't even comprehend the concept. This is so far beyond blood money. I mean, this is just so wicked and evil. But, so going back to the report, it says, the, there are indeed camps which are not just sex camps, but sophisticated training camps for carrying out terrorist activities, such as school shootings. My FBI source has come across information that greatly expands upon the following news report regarding the terrorist base camp in New Mexico. And that's what really got me interested in reading this, because now we're going to expand upon this concept. And again, if you want to know more about Veterans on Patrol, you can just keep Veterans on Patrol or VOP on, I think, Facebook. I think that's the only place they're operating out of. They really need to have some other platform, because Facebook, they, they, I think they booted them once, but... I don't know if they got their page back or something. I don't know. But um, some some places, that's the only place you can get information is on Facebook about this type of stuff. So while I don't have a Facebook page, it's, it's useful to be able to access Facebook just to be able to get to information you might not normally otherwise have access to regarding that type of stuff. So it's Veterans on Patrol. Anyway, so this is from Fox News. The criminal complaint charges... Janie Laville with being a alien unlawfully in possession, I guess a legal alien, in unlawful possession of firearms and ammunition in the District of New Mexico from, and this is this New Mexico compound that was, you know, where they let these people off and um, bulldoze the compound to get rid of the evidence. She was in possession of this from November 2017 through August 2018. The Bureau said the criminal complaint charges the four other defendants with aiding and abetting LaVille in committing the offense and with conspiring with LaVille to commit the offense. This, So this is Dave Hodges. He says, this communication from Fox represents the third about-face action regarding the foot soldiers running the terrorist base camp in New Mexico. First, there was no crime, only innuendo. When the media would not let go, there were arrests and indictments. Then the charges were dropped on a technicality, which is what I just covered. Okay, and what should have been done, which was to refile the charges, this did not happen. The local sheriff's department caved in, and the fix was in. Evidence was then destroyed that bulldozed the compound, which is exactly what they did with veterans on patrol in Tucson, Arizona, when they found that child sex trafficking compound of the illegal drug cartel. They bulldozed it, but veterans on patrol went back in there, and, and even after they bulldozed it, all they did is cover the stuff up, thinking nobody would ever go back there, and all the stuff was still there. So veterans on patrol went back in and redocumented what was bulldozed. <laughs> so I thought that was awesome. I really can't keep up with them though because they they're posting videos every day and sometimes they're like an hour. Like I don't have time. I just don't have time. But they're still plugging and plowing, and um, you know, they're still going. So going further it says then this then this was the communication i received from my fbi source i am sorry for being so late in responding there are real power player plays going on inside certain sectors of the fbi because mccabe and others everyone is paranoid and my need for anonymity is doubled you did an excellent job reporting on the events at the terrorist camp and not just not just the sex camp near tucson which is where veterans on patrol is that site has been compromised and local law enforcement was intimidated to leave it alone, which is standard what they always do. I mean, the mayor of Roth, uh, the mayor of Tucson is Roth is a Rothschild. This is and I mean, they're at the center of, you know, every single wicked thing you could possibly imagine. They're at the literal top of the food chain of the Illuminati. And he's a Rothschild mayor and he's literally involved in all the sex trafficking going on in Tucson. This New Mexico thing's a whole other different thing, but they're all interconnected and interrelated. So, um, 
this same pattern is happening in new mexico as you suspect the new mexico revelation is nearly identical except it is more extensive in its scope of operations yes there were training they were training school shooters however there is a lot that is not being told this camp is an extension of a type of mk ultra activities which is like mind control slaves okay mind control a lot of times where they will mind control um for probably with a muslim twist you know what i mean mk ultra with a muslim twist but mk ultra can be sex slaves it can be um uh where they're teaching them to be the school shooters where they go in there and they shoot up schools and stuff like a mind control slave would do just like this dude in jacksonville that just went and shot up this um this um i don't know they're having some madden like uh where they play video football being you know what real men do and um he goes in there and he starts shooting up the place or whatever because supposedly he lost a match and you look at the guy that did it and it looks like that same deadpan really weird like just you know i checked out of this body a long time ago i'm just on demonic autopilot like adam lanza and, and the guy at the batman shooting dude and in, in aurora colorado they, they, they have just this really weird glazed, just like I'm demon possessed, the toenail look on my face. He had that same look. And he also fit the pattern because, well, from the standpoint, he was always white. Because that's always important that they be a white shooter so that they can blame white men for all the shootings. Even though he was a total liberal and he hated Trump. But that didn't fit into the narrative, so they didn't push it that hard. Even though he was white. Now, if he would have been a white Trump supporter, that well, that would have been just, it'd still be in top of the news cycle right now. But because he wasn't, and again, this isn't because I'm like Mr. Trump or whatever. I'm just saying, who does the need, who does the media demonize? I'm stating facts here. I'm not being biased. I'm just stating facts. Who do they demonize? Well, if you're a white Trump supporter, you're the bane of all evil on the planet. You know, if you're pro Second Amendment, if you're if you're pro Constitution, if if you're pro life, you're also the same thing. Now, I'm not saying another race couldn't be demonized. I'm just saying they have zeroed in on the white race, and that's not my opinion. I could be a black person reporting that. And there are blacks out there documenting this, where they're like, man, they're really coming after the whites. This is unbelievable. I mean, everything on the planet is all a result of, of white guys, because they're the source of all evil on the planet. Black people are reporting that. Not because they're in agreement with it, but just because they're saying how unfair it is. So I've seen that, and I think that's very fair of them to do that just as i would report on if black races were being targeted unjustly that i have reported on in the past i would report on that as well because that's what righteous people do they don't care about your skin color or what you look like but if a demographic is being targeted they're going to report on that regardless of skin color regardless of what their skin color is or the people that are being targeted skin color is that's called righteousness and so going back to this report um let's see here as you suspected the new mexico revelation um is nearly identical except it is more extensive in its scope of of operations yes they were training school shooters however there's a lot that's not being told um this camp is an extension of the type of mk ultra activities this is absolutely confirmed okay so they're they're, they're training their little mind control slaves to go in and shoot up the schools that's what they're doing at this islamic terrorist compound perfect match made in hell islam and mk ultra and then and then pedophilia mixed in i mean you can't get a more wicked combination that i could see many of the would-be assassins have been used as drug mules and as sexual favors now i'm saying the would-be assassins would be the little children so they would be used as drug mules and as they would also be used for sexual favors because they always sexually defile the little children that's one of the ways they they program an M M mk ultra mind control slave you know they sexually you know um horrifically terrorize them and this is a way that they create these alternate personalities but the leaders of these camps are very good at covering their tracks. Contrary to popular belief and rumor, the FBI is not responsible for the cover-up as far as we know, at least this particular one. I believe it is a rogue operation of the CIA along with private mercenaries designed to intimidate local judges and law enforcement. Pizzagate followed the same pattern, you know, with James Alephantis and the Podesta brothers and Hillary Clinton and all that stuff that we documented at length. Just keep Pizzagate. 
in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Privately, I've learned that Trump's people are directly involved in this matter and are seeking to use it against the president's enemies. So in other words, Trump is secretly reopening this investigation, even though they're the, even though the deep state's trying to shut it down and sweep it under the rug because this is this is something that's very near and dear to God, to Satan's heart. Privately though, Trump's people are directly involved in this matter of reopening this. Um, and they're seeking to use this against the president's enemies. This is widely known at the Bureau. So evidently, this is something that's widely known at the FBI. This is why you are seeing a refiling of charges in this matter. I, I mean, and again, Trump has done this. It's been a pattern of his to go after this, these types of things, especially when there's children involved. You, you, can't, you can't deny that. There's been all of these pedophiles that have been arrested. And I've documented this over. So again, I'm not saying I'm like, oh, Trump could do no wrong. I'm trying to have balance here. But he has had that pattern that can be documented over and over and over since he's been in office. You cannot prove that pattern with Obama. If anything, with Obama, it was a gigantic cover-up of these very things because he was of his father the devil and of his lust and of his works he would do. And Obama was as wicked as they came. So, um, I suspect, although I do not officially know, that Tucson and New Mexico are part of the same operation, meaning the Tucson thing that Veterans on Patrol's at with that sex camp. I saw an internal memo three years ago which stated that a front group funded by moveon.org, which is just pure wickedness, uh, was involved in recycling, it was quote recycling, recovered children for domestic terrorist training. I am fairly certain that this is what we are seeing here. I recall that you and your California talk show host friend, I can't remember his name, it's probably Paul Preston, covered this fact that Soros led the Soros led forces would carry out mass public attacks if CalExit meaning California is trying to exit from the unit union via Jerry Brown the corrupt governor Jerry Brown and George Soros and La Raza and all of the other wicked factions operating right now in California trying to destroy California okay Soros-led forces would carry out mass public attacks if CalExit's attempt to leave the union was not successful. Yes, true. The, the two are probably related, although that is speculation on my part. The, the arrest of these New Mexico perpetrators only captured the frontline participants. Meaning they're only getting the, the very frontline people that were at the compound. This goes much deeper, though, than is being reported, obviously. This wasn't just some rogue operation of some just rogue Muslim dude out in the desert training kids to shoot up schools. No, no. This was part of a gigantic network that, that needs to all be exposed, that seems to be being exposed. I've seen a lot of stuff in the news cycle this last week on alternative media that this Trump is, is he's done. I mean, multiple eyewitnesses of this guy seen sacrificing children, raping little girls, sacrificing children on satanic altars to Lucifer, drinking their blood, all of this stuff. Now, I believe all of that is 100% true. Now, whether it gains traction and actually comes to pass, I don't know. But supposedly, that's why Ratzinger had to step down too, the last pope. So pray about that as well. I mean, there's just so much to pray about, but... Again, though, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want it to happen so, so some more wicked pope would get installed, which you know is a high likelihood. But so it's a catch twenty two there. But anyway, um, let's see here. The the rest of these New York New Mexico perpetrators only captured the frontline participants. This goes much deeper. It would not surprise me if this is not an operation being fronted by George Soros and related parties. Well, of course. He is linked to NAMBLA as well, North American Man Boy Loves Association. So, again, it always seems to come back to the pedophilia issue. More and more and more, in my research, particularly in the last two years, it seems to always come back to the pedo child pedophile sex trafficking network, which is just always involved now. If you ask, you ask me if Trump was involved. Now, this doesn't mean if he was involved in, 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 He's, he's the one reopening the, the investigation. So 
he's involved in trying to bring this to light is what he's mean he says without question trump is a conduit to leadership no this is a conduit to leadership in the democratic party meaning this new mexico compound by him reopening this organization, this is a conduit to exposing the Democratic leadership that are ultimately connected to this New Mexico compound. And if they weren't connected, why would they trying to be covering this up so bad and shutting this down and bulldozing the site and sending rogue CIA in there to cover this up and intimidate everybody around it? The most wicked thing you could possibly comprehend, doing this to children. See, this is a conduit back to the Democratic Party who are Trump's enemies that I mentioned earlier in the article that he wants to have more dirt on. This is a conduit to the leadership of the Democratic Party and administrative holdovers in the federal government that we have previously discussed. So his conclusion, I have agonized over releasing this unconfirmed report, which I appreciate him saying this, okay? This report was actually the second part given to me. I said on the first which was contained which contained related observations but i could not confirm any of it the first report concluded that there was a belief that the fbi was actually going to get involved in the new mexico investigation now that this development has taken place i can see the information was probably accurate in totality however i normally do not publish without more confirming evidence but with the msm barely looking into this my fear is that the story will get buried well it's already being buried obviously i mean this should be the biggest thing in the news cycle for like since it broke and it's gotten no national coverage virtually none blip on the radar they literally let these devils go i got into the report i think it was last week or the week before that i mean this guy was the guy his dad was the one that was was one of the co-conspirators in the new york trade center bombing this guy's dad the one that, that was his son was found dead on the compound they're releasing these people 12 school shooters, MK Ultra mind control shooters. They were sexually abusing these kids on top of it. No, no, nothing to see here. Let's just release it and bulldoze the site. I mean, the most insane garbage you can even possibly comprehend. And they just sweep it right under the rug. Just like those verses in Isaiah that I covered. The equity is cannot enter and judgment is, there's no judgment. There's no righteous judgment. Truth standeth afar off. Could it be more applicable to this news story than I've ever seen? That's why I read those verses. Um, I am hopeful this report will lead to more revelations from the frontline participants. No doubt I will be attacked for releasing an anonymous report from the FBI source, although this article established a 14-year track record of providing accurate information. However, when Lester Holt uses unnamed sources to impugn President Trump, that is fine though with the with the mainstream media when lester holt and the rest of the mainstream media stops using un, unnamed sources then so will i well great point and you know all their sources are evil and lies anyway and along these lines this broke this week and i'm not i'm just going to mention this and this was just i i wrote muslims overjoyed mall security and police enforce sharia law in minneapolis in bloomington minnesota hennepin county Sharia is being enforced by police and mall security at Mall of America. And you know, it's really funny. You know, I said my parents had their their two point five million dollar company stolen from them. Okay, I, I mentioned that before, way back in the day. And this was this was probably the the main thing though that ended up getting my parents saved because my God had to strip everything from them in order for them to get saved. But the fact remains, it was done to them, and it was very unrighteous and the the devil that did this to my parents he lived this is where all his attorneys were he had 50 attorneys and he basically told my dad after he'd stolen the company moving the company up to minnesota schaefer fans i think it was that oh it's too bad fight us i got 50 attorneys and all of the i can remember over the years all of their court documents were released from hennepin county i remember that and it just it reminds me of what wickedness must reside in hennepin county because it's literally like the muslim stronghold of america it looks like i, mean, I know you could say dearborn michigan but they have literally taken over the mall of america it's like sharia law in there you go in there and you got all these women's beekeeper suits basically and, and in full you know high jabs and the whole nine yards all kind of muslim garb taking over this the biggest mall in america 
as like their claim to fame is like this is our this is our muslim stronghold we're going to show the infidels we're going to take over your country and you're going to like it and this christian preacher goes in there and somebody recognizes he has a iranian accent and he does he's not even going in there to cause trouble but he has an Iranian accent and two of the Muslim ladies go up to him and say, oh, we recognize your accent. Are you Muslim? And he's like, no, no. He said, I was, but I was, uh, I converted to Christianity. And he starts telling them his testimony, what happened to him. And they were interested, but this one Muslim lady overheard him. She didn't like it. And she runs and she starts arguing with him and screaming at him and all this other stuff. The guy's not even, he was not causing trouble. She goes and gets the mall security. They literally go, come back. Wait until, I think he went into a Starbucks, which, you know, that wasn't a good idea if you ask me, because Starbucks is wicked. But they waited for him after he had literally, they told him, stop talking to these women. So you can't talk now to anybody if it has to do with Christianity um, in um, Mall of America. And you can read this whole thing for yourself. I'm paraphrasing. I'm just telling you what I read, recalling it. And that wasn't good enough for them he stopped talking to them he he complied with their orders and went into a starbucks when he came out they were waiting for him they arrested him the mall security did took him into a room and chained him to a chair denied him water food or anything for like hours and hours and hours until the police came and got him no charges though other than like i don't know it's like i don't public disturbance or something when he, he literally was just talking to these people this is how insane America is. And all of this in Hennepin County, it just it really reminded me of that whole thing my parents went through and how all that wickedness emanated from all those court briefings of their unrighteous, of them getting their company stolen. And all those briefings were coming through from Hennepin County and their corrupt, evil, wicked court system. They finally got to a point where they literally hired a judge, a, a, like a four-hire, really, really high-level judge. I mean, you could, like, look this guy up. I I forget his name now, but they they flew him into Fort Myers where my parents were, were finally trying, they were trying to litigate any way they could to try to get their company back. And this was, like, ten years later. And they literally threw this flew this guy in for, like, three months to literally... I don't know how they pulled this off, but they've got millions and millions of dollars at their disposal. And my my dad was such a fighter and such a thorn in their side. He just wouldn't let it go. And um, they finally flew this guy, this judge, in specifically to rule against my parents. So they could never get a dime more for their company. They had got a small down payment up front and that was all they ever got. So they essentially stole their and i i went when i researched this company that's what they do that's what they do for a that's what they do there's companies like that where they come in they're like oh we really want to we really want to buy your invention or we really want to buy your company and they go and they literally steal your company move it to another state and then they say fight us in court oh your patent's not just 100 percent rock solid therefore we're just going to steal your company we were their main competition that's why they did it because my dad had a product way cool evaporative uh, cooling fans that were just it was dynamite product it was the best thing on the market and he was growing and growing and growing but he was tired he wanted to sell and he saw the dollar signs he got greedy kind of he should have just stuck with it because the company would have been worth billions probably now but then again my parents probably wouldn't have got saved though if that happened so it was all by design and god's planning but um uh that's what they do that's what this company does they're total maggots evil devils from the pits of hell and that's how these he was the fifth fifth richest family in um, minnesota did it fifth so i'm probably sure they're they're illuminati type bloodline probably low level illuminati not like high level but yeah that's what um that's what they do that's how people get treated in the court systems and that, that he literally came and he ruled on against my dad he was literally flown in for like he was he was there for like three or four months to just finally rule in this last ruling to put this to bed and to make sure my dad had no more legal recourse and when he found out that he had no more legal recourse he also found out that week that he was losing his house of like 20 some plus years that they had put hundreds of thousands of dollars into there and losing it no more no more remedy no more recourse lose their company and my dad had a massive heart attack that week and he died the next day and that was when i i led him to the lord 
He had to have everything stripped from him in order for that to happen. Every single thing. House, lifestyle, company, no more recourse, no, no more, nothing. But that's what it takes for some people to get saved. That's the severity of the Lord, which leadeth thee to repentance. Sometimes that's the only thing that'll work. And when you got somebody like my dad, who was proud, proud man and vanity and a lot of that, a lot of those things operating and very, very like relying on my own little, all my efforts and my actions and that in order to like the rich man in the Bible. Now that's what happens. Very, very hard. You know, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's why it says that. I've seen it firsthand. It's tough. <laughs> you know. And my mom wasn't too far behind. You know. It took her losing her life then after my dad. If you want to know more about that, just key in um, passing at contendingfortruth.com. You'll see my mom's passing and my dad's. I, I had to do them. They, they passed away within about a year of one another. Because once my dad passed, my mom was gone within about a year. So, it's the way it worked out. But... I believe I'm going to see them both in heaven, so that's all it really matters. You know, that's all it really matters. Anyway, um, this peaceful pastor was arrested twice. He was arrested at the mall, and then then the the police there came and arrested him for no reason, other reason than sharing his faith. And he didn't even go there to do that. He was just talking to these women. He wasn't. It wasn't like he was on a megaphone in the mall or something, creating a disturbance. But these. Slime bag devil Muslims are so intolerant of any other person possibly giving any kind of real Christian light that they all those demons in them rise up instantly and will just rage and rage and rage and demand justice when they're when that when that devil death cult operates there's no justice in that devil death cult none at all they're the biggest hypocrites walking the plane as far as I can see. They act like they're so righteous and all the stuff and they're the, they're just such lying devils evil evil pray their souls get saved i truly do but the hypocrisy in in islam is you can't even put a description to it it's so evil and wicked this pastor raymond parsa is a former muslim from an iranian background who converted to christianity if you want to know more about it there's a link that you can click here i just wanted to mention that because it goes along with the Muslim stuff. Okay, switching gears. Uh, this this part is entitled Real ID. Something very bad is about to happen to the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is something I feel like that people need to be made aware of regarding what's coming here with this Real ID. As people excitedly line up, getting ready to knock on doors and pass out flyers for their favorite political candidate, I just wanted to remind you of something about government. It's the idea that a small group of people have the moral right to make laws and rule you, and you have the moral obligation to obey those rulers, or else you'll be punished. And I know, you hear the justification for government all the time. If it weren't for government, society would sink into the depths of moral degradation and chaos. Or, without government, there'd be no roads, schools, or bridges. And on and on the justifications for the initiation of force on peaceful people goes. When the dust settles, people generally believe that government is a necessary evil to keep us safe. But think about the insanity of that. A group of narcissistic, corrupt politicians and their band of coercive, violent enforcers who cannot be questioned is going to keep us safe. Yeah. And the truly insane thing is, even though everybody knows this to be true, you never hear people say, I'm going to vote for government so they can steal more of my wealth. Or, I'm voting for government so they can eliminate more of my freedoms. But that's exactly what happens every single time. Let me get down to brass tacks here. If you're in a state like Virginia, you've recently received one of these. It's a driver's license renewal letter, but check out what it says. It's time to renew your driver's license. Your driver's license will expire on Thursday, November 29th, 2018. Learn more about Real ID. Beginning October 1st, 2018, you will have the option to upgrade your current driver's license or identification card to a Real ID compliant driver's license or identification card. 
Beginning October 1st, 2020, you'll need a Real ID compliant credential or another federally approved form of identification like a U.S. passport or passport card to board a domestic flight or enter a secure federal facility. Real ID compliant licenses and ID cards will look the same as today's cards except they'll have a star in the top right corner of the credential. Obviously, the Orwellian spin cycle is picking up speed. If you'll remember, back in 2005, the Real ID Act was pushed through Congress with little meaningful debate. It received overwhelming bipartisan support. Now, I reported on this a lot back when I first was in 06, when I was, I, I, I got whole reports on this, on Real ID, if you want to access those. Thanks, Republicrats and Demoblicans. Real ID imposes sweeping changes on state driver's license that will result in significant new fees and hassles for everybody who needs a license or ID. Not to mention imposing a new threat to Americans' privacy. And history suggests that if Real ID becomes the standard for driver's licenses, and it will, it'll worsen the problem of identity theft. We didn't think it'd happen, but 13 years later, Real ID is knocking on the door and arriving in our mailboxes. If there was enough public outrage about this back then where it never really gained a lot of traction back then, but it's now finally getting to that point where it is. And that was why I was doing the studies back then to create enough public um, awareness and prayer going up regarding pushback on this. I think identity theft is bad now. Wait until Real ID takes hold. This law federalizes and standardizes driver's licenses for all 50 states, and it'll result in something that has been resisted in this country for a long time, a de facto national identity card. Not only are we being ripped off through the shared responsibility payments being extorted by the IRS on behalf of the health insurance mafia, as punishment for declining to be financially bled by that mafia, the upgraded driver's licenses being pushed on people are actually going to serve to degrade you by not only being denied permission to leave the country, but you'll be denied permission to travel by air within the country. And the so-called upgrade is trackable biometric tagging, which is an appropriate word. Tagging. Like the ear tags ranchers use to keep track of their cattle, without which they aren't allowed to go beyond the barbed wire fence. Right. Just like us. Maybe there's another reason they want to build that wall. Maybe it's not just to keep people out, but to keep us in. The real ID will also plug the cattle, sorry, each person, into national link databases, allowing millions of employees at all levels of government around the nation to access our personal data. That data being everything, not just your DMV record, date of birth, sex, and usual data pertaining to driving. But the real ID will be tied to everything about you that's been uploaded to government slash corporate databases into one easily accessible place. Now, when an armed government worker pulls you over, he'll have the ability to know more about you than your spouse does just by scanning your federal ID. And that includes your bank, employer, and everybody else you're forced to ID yourself to. And if you don't think that's going to leave you wide open to identity theft because you think the government wouldn't let that happen to you, you don't know about the nine most dangerous words in the English language. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. As for identity theft, it usually takes months to repair the damage that ID thieves are able to cause in just a few minutes. If there's an especially aggressive thief, it can take a year and even longer. And during that time, you're in credit limbo. You can't get a credit card, take out a loan, refinance your home, or if you do, the cost of your credit is much higher than it otherwise would be. The bottom line is, Real ID increases your chances of becoming a victim of identity theft. Remember, some of the most corrupt people work in government, so why wouldn't they steal your ID? If somebody succeeds in getting a counterfeit real ID under your name, you're pretty much screwed. In the meantime, politicians on both sides of the aisle have ensured that you can't travel freely from state to state by air unless you have the appropriate federal papers. 
And this brings us back to the creepy notification from the state of Virginia DMV. And this is also happening in a lot of other states as well. It informs drivers that their driver's license is up for renewal and that they have the option to upgrade to a real ID, for which they'll have to present themselves in person in order to be fingerprinted or scanned or whatever the form of biometric ear tagging happens to be in your respective state. If people don't comply, their word is ominous. Then, beginning October 1st, 2020, you will no longer be able to board a domestic flight or enter a secure federal facility. Just think about this, guys. The U.S. government has pigeonholed its citizens. If you don't get the state's new permission slip, you can't fly domestically. The real ID is an upgraded internal passport, as well as an ear tagging for the populace. The Soviet Union under Stalin used to issue internal passports. You couldn't travel from Moscow to another city, for example, without that passport. Now the United States has internal passports, or at least will a little more than two years from now. Sure, you can decline the real ID for the moment without losing your privilege to travel domestically by car, but if history tells us anything about the advancing tyranny of government's grabs on freedom, it's just a matter of time before you'll be restricted from local travel unless you have your federal papers. It makes no sense to require an internal passport to travel from one state to another by airplane or even within a state by airplane and yet allow people to travel by car without an internal passport. Remember, they're doing this under the guise of keeping us safe from terrorism. And imagine that, being protected from terrorists by state government terrorists. And isn't it interesting and ironic that the freedoms the terrorists supposedly hated us for are becoming non-existent by the very people who say they're going to protect us from those terrorists. The question is, will we continue to put up with this crap until the shackles have so thoroughly bound us that we no longer have the strength to resist? Leave your thoughts about this in the comments section below. So, you know, I, I don't know what the remedy for this is other than mass public pushback of people being aware of what this actually entails um prayer fasting just something to add to your your prayer list really um because this is really 1984 george orwellian i mean this really is so he has a comment below um this was he just put this up one week ago and it said that there are only nine, and this is a very current video. This was just, video was just put up on August 25th of this year. There are only nine states left that are still holding out on this. The strongest seems to be the state of Oklahoma. Uh, but what's happening here is a full-scale checkpoint for travel. And to think that government agents won't eventually extend that out to, do, to domestic vehicular travel would be ignorant of historical tyrannical trends. Power never concedes. It always wants to take more. Well, that's what I always say about Satan. It's never, ever enough. So, um, you know, other than, you know, prayer, fasting, educating others, I wanted people to be aware of this because um, this is what's, what's coming and this is what they're openly, you know, pushing now. So that's all I have for part uh, two and we will go to part three next.